Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Wait till they get a load of me. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? You could say it with me. You could say it with me. Say it on three. One, two, three. DJLittleRock.com. One more time djlittlerock.com check availability and get a free price quote and maybe you can have me at your next event you know i like to party with the people the people need to be entertained are you not entertained let me entertain you make your next thing a big one today on the program i have antonio lumley of ecstatic books oh you know who that is you've been listening to this podcast you heard his story about a year ago well we're just going to catch up with antonio lumley in the next few minutes so stick around this week's shows i have two count them two public shows this week for your pleasure (laughs) for your karaoke and video dance party needs uh my first one will be friday night my typical usual friday night gig at the rab in conway arkansas the video dance party karaoke jam i said karaoke you're the stars of the show at the rab in conway arkansas 8 p.m until 12 30 in the am they got a full bar kitchens open pool tables they got a pool tournament on friday night so if you want to try your hand at playing pool and possibly make some money while you're doing it Check out the Rab, Conway, Arkansas. Be there, 8 p.m. until 12.30 in the AM. And then on Saturday, Saturday, another public show at Spectators Grill and Pub in North Little Rock, real close to Cher, uh, uh, Sherwood. <laughs> Arkansas. Yes, North Little Rock, Arkansas. Spectators Grill and Pub. That place is cool, too. I've been there. This is probably my third, fourth, fifth time, whatever. I'm covering for DJ Rick, who had something else he had to attend to. So he um, allowed me the privilege and the honor of taking care of his people at Spectators Grill and Pub in North Little Rock. 8 p.m. until at least 12, at least 12. Uh, I think last time we went to about 1230, maybe a little bit after. I mean, the people were just having a good time, and I was having a good time with the people, for that matter. Uh, they got a full bar, kitchen. Uh, they get to grill and pub, so they got a grill, and they got a pub, and they got uh, pool tables in the back. They got darts, and they got karaoke and video dance party with yours truly this Saturday night. So depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I might be there. I might not be there. <laughs> but I'm 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 always at the Rab on Friday nights, so you can find me there. That's enough intro. Let's get into it with Antonio Lumley. I'm kind of ex- catch up with Antonio Lumley and find out uh, what's going on with him and Ecstatic Books and uh, Brook and Brax, of course. You know, all right, the boys, the boys. All right, let's. Uh, I got him on Skype. So if you're listening to the audio version, I encourage you to check out the YouTube version on um, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys Dan. Skyping Antonio Limley now. Oh my goodness! Right on time, and he's there, looking good. <laughs> What's going on, Antonio Lumley, Mister Ecstatic Books himself? Spe- yes, sir. Speaking of, I'm very ecstatic to be talking to you once again. My goodness, you're a hero. You are. You are my superhero. <laughs> Tell me what's been going on in the world of you, Mister Antonio Lumley. Oh man, it's been a long time. Um, the last time you and I spoke, I looked. It was Cinco de Mayo of last year. Did you know that? Cinco de Mayo! Ay, 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 ay! Yeah. Well, here so, we are. You know, yeah, it's only. So, I mean, it's been a lot going on, man. Um, you know, as you know. So, um, 
But yeah, we just been, you know, trying to get through things and caught COVID twice. Uh, the whole family caught COVID twice. Wait a minute. And, uh, that's a, that's big news, man. Cause uh, you know, I'm hearing, I, you know, I, I, I sift through the, uh, all the, all these lies or truths to, to try to get to the bottom of what the COVID thing is. I mean, I'm vaxxed, mm-hmm. you know, I'm vaxxed. I, I did my diligence, but uh, I mean, how did mm-hmm. COVID treat you and the fam? Everybody all right? Or, or, yeah, any long term? No, I mean, you know, we, we, we definitely, you know, went went through it. The first one was was the most difficult one. That was the Delta. And then the Omni wasn't as bad. Um, and, you know, luckily we haven't caught anything since. But, uh, yeah, we've been we've been blessed, man. Very blessed. Okay, I mean, but when you were when you caught it, did you were you taking precautions? Were you wearing masks or or were you living your life? Absolutely. Huh? No, no, we were definitely yeah, we were definitely taking precautions. Um, I actually got it at a <laughs> at a work event um, here in Florida because you know Flo- you, you know about Florida. <laughs> Your governor's uh, buck wild, man. He's crazy. I I, I like him. I like crazy. <laughs> And I like hey, and hey, Florida I very well with crazy man. Yeah, Florida's great anyway, man. I mean, that's my home. Uh, you know, born and raised in Miami and Florida Keys. Yep. So I, I know that people come down there and and um and just go crazy, just go nuts, just uh, you know forget yep. about their troubles and come to Florida. And that's uh yep. you know that's that's the attitude. It's always been. I don't care if there's a, a Democrat or a Republican in the in the uh, governor's seat. Uh, we, we do things our our own way. There's a reason that there's a, a whole, you know, uh, the story of Florida man is a, yeah. a, a thing, you know, and that's a that's a a legend of Florida man. If you're a Florida man, you're, you're going to do crazy things. Hold my beer is like the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the one of so, the yeah. You definitely know it. Yeah, F- F- Florida is special, man. Like I, I I moved down here. You you know I'm from from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm, I'm a city. I'm an inner city guy. Right. That's that's where that's my roots. And um, but when I moved down here um, back in 2004, I couldn't leave. No, I couldn't leave. I didn't want to shovel snow anymore. man. I didn't want none of that stuff. So. Yeah, the, what you get the, the the sand in your toes, the orange juice, oh, yeah. orange juice in yeah. your veins. I, I think it, yeah. it it really does. It takes a hold of you. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I know that the, uh, a New Yorker's favorite wine is "I want to go to Florida." <laughs> that's hilarious no, and, and there's a reason that people uh, retire down there yes it's a little bit more expensive yeah. but the sand the sun the ocean it just makes you feel good mm-hmm. the the qualities yeah. the the healing properties of the ocean the salt water i know when yeah. i go in the salt water i'm I'm here in in Arkansas now, and and I'm drying oh, you up. Dried up now. Oh my gosh! I, I remember that if I got a cut on my skin, or if I got some kind of a you know an ailment, I'd get in the water, or even just looking at the water made me feel mm-hmm. that much better. But you're like you're inland now, right? Aren't you in Orlando somewhere? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in the, the Orlando area. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the the sweet thing about the Orlando area, aside from Mickey Mouse and, and all that, because once you do that for the first year, like you're over it, right? So then you have to deal with all the tourists, which is fine. It brings, you know, builds up the economy. It, 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 that's dope, right? Yes. But the sweet thing about, about about Orlando, you can go an hour, hour and a half in either direction, east or west, and you're going to hit a beach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing I missed about the Florida Keys is you can go out my back door and get in the water. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. I have not... Hey, I plan on bringing my family down to the Keys. You need to be there to show me around. Oh my gosh, my grandma! My grandma's still living down there on the ocean side. I mean, on the bay side. And then my mom had a house on the ocean side. She just sold it and is moving to Tennessee. So my grandma is pretty much the last bastion of freedom down there. Every time I call my grandma, mm-hmm. she says, uh, "Come on home, son. I miss you." And I go, "Oh my yeah. gosh! If I go down there, I will never come back." Just like you said, you anchored, you know, and anybody that's that's yeah. familiar with this podcast, hey, we're just catching up with Antonio Loomley. If you want to hear yeah. the whole story of, of uh, his life, you know, growing up in the hood and and, uh, you know, getting inspired by, you know, bullies and what have you and and, uh, you know, how he started writing his books. You go listen to that last podcast. We're just catching up now. We're finding out what's going Absolutely. on since we've talked to a, 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 a 
just a year and a and a smidge ago. A smidge, uh, yeah. But smidge. Uh, my goodness, man, COVID twice. The whole family. How many people in the family again? Uh, there's four of us. Four of you, and you're all. Yeah. I mean, were you all laid out in in the house on separate we're, we're, couches? We're, we're good. I'm the I'm the oldest, yeah. so I caught it the worst. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but my. Man, my kids breeze through that so fast. It, a day or two, they were good. Okay, so believe the hype. Okay, the the kids get through it. That's great. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nice to have that knowledge. Fortunately. Uh, yes, very fortunately. Know. And I I know that there's deaths, man. That people keep a yeah. you know. And I man, I listen to NPR sometimes in the morning, and then I listen to Fox News sometime in the morning, and, and I listen to NPR, and they're still reporting uh, all these you know one death. Oh, uh, one hospitalization. Oh, we didn't have any hospitalization. Why are you still reporting it, man? There's cancer. There's right. uh, there's car accidents. There's uh, smoking. Yeah. You know, people are having, uh, you know, trouble with other ailments, man. They they just keep reporting this and reporting this. To, I don't know. Is it fear? Is that what is that what the underlying is? I, I can't figure it out. Yeah. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, you know, everybody has their own agenda. And it's like it's really hard to believe you got to really kind of just, you know, trust your own instincts and your own experiences. And I say go with that. Yeah. You know? But I mean, hey, look, yes, your gut feeling and you're listening to your, you gut, go your, gut, your gut biomes uh, and that's scientific. Mm-hmm. There are actually little creatures living inside your body. Yes, kids, if you're listening right now, and I know you are because he's a children's author, there are little <laughs> uh, uh, creatures living in your gut. And they're helping you to thrive and survive. And those creatures, when they get fed the right, they they make you start thinking good things and and happy thoughts, you know. And that's why Mm -hmm. people have to eat right. Oh, oh, I'm getting like. Hey, hey, uh, Keys Dan, you got to tell them it's called the immune system, right? That's right. You know, and I know my immune system's good because when I was a kid, I played outside. I played in the dirt. I played in the mud. I've used gas station bathrooms. My immune system right. is just fine. <laughs> I, you know, I, I did hey. go ahead and take the vax, you know, because I, I believe in the science. And if enough people are telling you, hey, this is the way to go. Fine. I took the vaccine. I'm happy living my life. Take the mask off. It's, it's, it's a good choice for me. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. give hugs and kisses to everybody like I used to. You know, I, I'm Cuban. I'm half Cuban from Miami. So, you yeah. know, hugs and kisses. That's that's how we grew up, you know. And then here yeah, you are. For the course right there. Yeah, you're living in a tourist yeah. town. I lived in, in Winter right. Park, uh, Winter Park for about a year. And I, I loved it back in 94, 95. And that's right next to, to Orlando. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 la- I like the life that you're living. Sands. I mean. Not not really sand because you're kind of far away from the ocean. People think that, uh, you know, if you live in Florida, you must live right next to the ocean. Well, if you're inland, if you're in the Orlando area, yes, you got the mouse. You got the house of the mouse, but you don't have the ocean. It's an hour away and you still got to travel. But cool, man. That, that ain't bad, though. What, that I mean, ain't bad. But I'm glad that you, you got through the, 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 the plague, uh, the, the current yeah. plague. <laughs> I'm hearing. Hey, hey, I, hey I, he's dead. Go ahead. He's dead. I, I always knew that we would make it. You know why? Because huh. I have good friends, and they're ninjas. Yeah, they are. Uh, Brooke. I was always going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, and and I know you're you're leading me into uh, off of the tangents that I'm <laughs> I'm taking you on, and you you want to talk about Brooke and Brax? No, I, we can talk about whatever you want. No, no, we talk about we whatever talk about you whatever want. want. If you want to talk about Brooke and Brax, those uh uh you know inner city uh, ninjas uh, of uh, I don't know. I, I did we ever determine uh, they were like indeterminate race? Well. Just uh, people that could could be you or me could be anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like exactly. that. You yeah, know. and 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 that's and that's one of the sweet things that I'm going to say uh, for for you for your viewers who haven't seen the first interview is that you know we're aware I represent ecstatic books and we're all about diversity. You know that's one of our biggest platforms. We do anti bullying. We want children to read. We encourage that. We want kids to do great all children and um but one of our biggest things is diversity and that's why the the main characters brooke what he he's he's half black and half chinese brax he's half white and half mexican their teacher their sensei sensei i impose is japanese all that we 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 do all that to say that race really doesn't matter what matters is in your what's in your heart 
and what's on your mind, what's in your soul. Is that good or is that bad? And that and those are the parameters that we deal with. Yeah, race is definitely a construct of the people. You know, when you start mm-hmm. to develop a society, uh, then we, you know, I remember when I was growing up and I was telling one of my uh, co-workers that, uh, you know, and, and she happens to be African-American and, uh, and, 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 you know, very nice. And we were talking to each other. And I, I remembered and we were talking about growing up. She grew up in Stuttgart, Arkansas, which is kind of a, a racially mm, charged kind of a town, small town, yes. maybe population under. And I know I, I did a show there. I did a, a DJ gig uh, at their family dollar doing a op- grand opening. And I, I witnessed it. I was working with a couple of black girls. And then the, the white guy that was working the, the stove, he says, uh, he, he said something that was a little bit interesting that I didn't like too much. And I went, huh, I'm going to go back and, and play with these nice people over here. And you, you just stay over mm-hmm. there by yourself and, and you do your thing. But, uh, you yeah. know. I, pro- I probably shouldn't have said the, the name of the place I was at. But anyway, you know, but I guess <laughs> I, I did. But no, hey, hey you know, I, I, I know that people are people no matter where you go. There's even a, a song. People are people. What should it mean? You and I should get along so awfully, you know, and, and once you, mm-hmm. you develop a society, I remember and, and I know I went off on a tangent, but what I told her, the bottom line was we saw our differences the kids growing up we saw our differences we celebrated mm-hmm. them and, and we got along you know when, yeah. when, when you're kids you don't know race you don't know religion yeah. you don't know you only know what you got taught nature versus exactly. nature it's just taught to you that's exactly right and you're a teacher you know yeah. being being a, a writer of children's books you are shaping minds for the future you you are in charge <laughs> you've put yourself in charge of of training these young minds to become better than we were that's all we can do for our our children is to teach them to become better than we were exactly how are how are uh that's mm -hmm. yeah how are brook and brax doing that man they're doing good man these are like (laughs) these are like my two other kids you know i have two boys yeah 14 11 so these these kids have been like my <laughs> adopted kids so to speak i guess or created kids and um they're, they're just they're just very dynamic same as my kids yeah you know they they, they 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 bring a lot to the table but they also bring um fun you know they're smart we encourage you look we encourage kids to do, to do good in school we encourage parents to also play a big part in your kid's life is as far as disciplining them and showing them the right way you gotta you gotta this is what i learned keys dan you you have to you have to reward them when they do good and you have to discipline them in some kind of fashion when they do bad so they know so they understand consequence and then that and that's going to bring them through the rest of their life they, they have to know that if they do this thing, let's say it's a bad thing, guess what? Something's, something's about, something you, you better expect something in return. And the, the real world is not going to be as nice as I am, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I have to um, instill something in them to let them know that, hey, there, there's consequences. I always tell my kids, you know it, there's consequences and repercussions for anything that you do, including myself. Well, children, right? children, we're, need, we're not, we're not. Yeah. Children, yeah, we're, 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 oh, we're, we're not exempt from that either. You know what I'm saying? If we do something bad in this world, there's consequences. That's how you have to teach them. And so that's what we do um, in, in real life. But then also in the book, man, we have a lot of life, life lessons in the book, but we really keep it fun. Well, I mean, children definitely need parameters. They, you can't let them go uh, running buck wild. I, I had a little brother and a shoe throwing mother. So I, and I didn't really mean to make that rhyme, but it was pretty good. It, rhyming it was not a crime. And I, did, I, I did it again. <laughs> my friend. I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I, I know that my brother and I, we used to get into fisty cuffs and my mom would say, take it outside in the grass, take it outside in the yard or, right. or yep. she'd throw a shoe at us, you know, and, uh, make sure that she knew that, that we knew she's the boss. You know that she That's she's right. in charge, and if she doesn't That's want right. us uh, acting up, and now you have a fourteen and eleven, what kind of uh, mm-hmm. what kind of mischief are those two boys getting into? Really uh, get along with each other, or is a little stop touching me, stop touching me? He's no, touching no, me. I mean that 
th- thankfully for now, thank God for now, they do get along. They get they get along very well. But here, here's the thing: they've been in training for it long time so you know we're we, i don't want to say we, we've just gotten to this level but we've been at this level for you know for definitely for a, a few years but you gotta start you gotta start disciplining your kids young man you 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 have to they have to understand and, and by discipline there's multiple ways to do that i'm, I'm going to tell you a story I, I come from a predominantly black neighborhood right and we when I was growing up, there wasn't no timeout. I didn't know what timeout was. I went to my school and some of my friends were getting on timeout and then they weren't paying attention. And so I'm like, timeout, what is timeout? I know I know a belt. I know what a belt is. <laughs> I don't know what time I don't know what timeout is. That's new for me. So that that's one of the things that we implemented and surprisingly it worked. But I but I think it worked um because we started them at an early age. And then, then as they got older, because you don't want to keep putting it. Look, there's certain times your kid, your kid might deserve a spanking. I'm not gonna lie, right? Let, let's be honest, right? There's certain times they've been you warned them two, three times, and then you tell them, look, you're about to get a, you're about to get a whooping, and they do it again. Okay, I don't like to do that. I don't like to do that. Never did. But yeah. again, this consequence repercussion because they were testing me. They were thinking, oh, he's not gonna do it. Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> One day, yeah, you're going to get it. But but here's the thing, though. Once they got older, I started doing more, a little bit more military, more militant things. I learned from uh, my my brother-in-law who was in the Navy. I had them doing push-ups and sit-ups. Huh. And after every push-up and after every sit-up, you have to say, sir. And if you miss, if you don't say, sir, you have to start over. And that, that really worked. And I'd say, okay, you owe me 20 push-ups and 20 sit-ups. This is when they're like six or seven years old. And then they would do it. Of course, the form was wrong. So try to correct their form. And I'm like, nope, that doesn't count. You got to start over. And then, you know, eventually they would get it and they didn't want to do it. But the sweet thing about that is now they're getting stronger at the same time. So it's it. It plays in well with what we're trying to do. Antonio Lumley, that could backfire on you because eventually those kids are going to get bigger than you. <laughs> but, but you know, they're definitely going to get bigger than you. You will always be the boss. My my mom is a, right. a good head, head and a half shorter than me, and she could still throw <laughs> a shoe at me if she wants to. Uh, you know, if I walk outside in my socks, she is going to whip my hide. You know, yeah. and, and but that's that, that's. That's something. Yeah, timeout. What is that, man? I, I know my mom and my stepdad. Uh, they tried to do uh, different ways of, uh, you know, they were they were tired of breaking sticks over uh, mine and and my brother's butts. But um, you know, they they said, okay, let's go talk to uh, somebody. Oh yeah, timeout. But all right, you were talking about growing up in a neighborhood. I remember growing up in a neighborhood. If you grow up in the right neighborhood. You don't have just your mom and dad to contend with. Right. You know, you have the whole neighborhood is part yeah. of your upbringing. Uh, you, and they probably have a a, a committee, uh, you know, that prized of your parents, all your all the parents on the block. And they can all mm-hmm. uh, discipline you if you get out of line yeah. that you have that kind, kind of thing. He's dead. He's dead. That's how it used to be. That's that. That's how it was supposed to be. Right. They call it raising a village right where everyone has a hand in raising the the, the neighborhood children mm-hmm. it ain't like that no more that's the problem yeah i i don't know how in one generation we went from going outside and playing uh, you know how do you find all your friends you find you look where all the bikes are or or the skateboards or wherever you know oh all the bikes are over there they must be at billy's house oh all right yeah that's how you find out now how do you find out you 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 stay sitting on your couch on your chair and and uh, you look for them online oh yeah Yeah. i'm i'm talking with all my friends you haven't gotten out of that chair all saturday long all day get up out that chair Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's right the kids and and they and in one generation and i know i'm starting to sound like my dad they don't go outside and play you know they yeah they uh, don't these kids today <laughs> but you're teaching them okay uh you know brooke and brax they do go outside they do uh, they go, go out and learn things yeah. uh do your 14 yeah. and 11 year old do they take uh, martial arts at all are they becoming brooke and brax are you slowly molding yeah. them in that way 
yeah, they, they, you know, they, they were, they were always my inspiration, you know, for, for, for the characters. Um, unfortunately, since like COVID started, which was a couple years ago now, mind you, my, my kids have been in martial arts for, they were in for like six years and uh, there's a, um, a dojo in, uh, Orlando called BBFC black belts for Christ. Awesome dojo. Great dojo. I'm telling you, like the, the head, the head, the head of, um, of BBFC, his name is uh, uh, Joe Morajan, Sensei Joe Morajan. And um, if anybody's in the Orlando area, you're in Florida, go check them out. He is amazing, him and his wife. So um, anyway, but since uh, since COVID, we have not been back. Um, so it's been about, they, they've had like a two-year layoff and, and they've been doing other things, you know, so it's like, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to push them in a direction, although I want them back there, right? but they're, they're kind of, they have other interests right now. So I'm not trying to push it, but at the end of the day, I have the foundation that I, that I wanted. You see what I'm saying? I, I have, they have that foundation. Okay. And that's the key. That's the key. And, and, and that's, and that's the other thing. Like I could, I could push my kids to go there or any place else, but I don't want to, because I don't, I don't want them to resent me for forcing them to do something that they may not be interested in at this point, at this point in time. So I, I let them do their, their thing. Of course, I always ask them, like, you sure you don't want to go back? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> but you know, they, they're doing other things, basketball, drawing, you know, and all these uh, other type of events. But, um, but yeah, if you guys are in Orlando area, BBFC in Orlando, go check them out. Those guys are great. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about being part of a team, going out mm-hmm. and 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 working with with others. That that teaches you how to work well with others in any uh, respect. You know, you always are going to have a boss, even if you work for yourself. You're going to have a boss. The people that uh, buy your goods uh, or mm-hmm. or get your services are in in turn your boss. So you have to with people now you mentioned that it's uh it's black belt for christ i i, I had a, a an image of uh jesus in, in my head uh saying no. you know turn no. the other cheek Hi-ya! turn the other cheek Hi-ya! turn the other cheek hey, hey, hey keys keys in if you, if you look at everything that i've done for for brook and brax yeah their teacher sensei iron post is um a rendition of him mm. And, and guess what? He's Cuban too. Yay! Macuano de la that, that, that guy. Hey, hey, have have you ever seen a Batman movie to where he's fighting evil villains? You know he doesn't. Batman doesn't use guns. So <laughs> what he say. does, he, he fights you real close, and he just breaks you. He breaks you down. That's him. Yeah, I just finished watching the the Justice League. Man, he he might not use a gun per se, but he. He has these projectile weapons that keep sli- oh man they're really pushing the boundaries. I you know I know yeah. Batman in the 40s when he first started he did use guns but then they retconned him where he doesn't use guns and he became a you know a political uh, a source of of politics you know for the people that didn't like uh, the gun violence so much right and it has been that way ever since but he does throw a lot of projectiles I, I, yeah I, he, he's, yeah he's got the, he's got the batarangs those are like ninja stars bat batman he, <laughs> and you know and see here's one thing I, I want you guys to know that you know uh, the watchers out there i am an avid and an old school superhero guy this is why i'm doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. now i don't do this for a live, this is not my full-time job. I'm actually in construction management. That's what. That's how I make my. That's how I make my money, my bread and butter. But the ecstatic book side, that's it, that's my passion. And so I bring a lot of the things that I've learned from back in the day to um, to ecstatic books. You know, I was telling I'll tell somebody a story the other day. I, I don't know if you remember, like back in like um, the old like. I'm going to date myself a little bit, but the old like early 80s kung fu movies and stuff like that, where they're flying on strings and, you know, uh, the five deadly venoms, you know, crippled Avengers like that, those type of things. That's in my heart. And that's what I'm bringing. And so part of and I'm going to, I'm going to jump to Brooklyn Bad just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Part of the storyline that I have for book two Guys, go get it. Brooklyn Brax, Rise of the Anaconda King, that's book two. Brooklyn Brax, Undercover Ninjas, that sets the stage, that's book one. But in book two, I bring in 
that feel, but I made it new, like that that old school. What what the old karate movies and kung fu movies that were based off of deception and revenge, right? That's the coolest thing. That's the coolest thing. And then you have somebody goes rogue and they go kill a, vi- a village. Of course, we're not doing that. These are these are this is a children's book, so it's all clean. <laughs> but I do I. I do a certain rendition of that to where there is a revenge factor in somebody trying to hunt somebody down. Um, and uh, so I bring that old school element, but I made it in 2022. Yeah. I mean, and there's, have you gotten any pushback from uh, parents, uh, you know, with the, uh, maybe there is a, a slight violence. Has anybody ever told you no, anything? No, because because here's the thing. Here's yes. the thing. Look, the, the, if, if, if anybody is looking for and I'm, I, I, need to, I need to choose my word wisely, but if you're looking for unicorns and dandelions, <laughs> we're not for you. We're not for you. But if you're looking for just a cool story with some good kids doing good things, we talk about kids doing good in school. We talk, I mean, there, there's so many elements, that diversity, anti-bullying, martial arts, we, we bring so many elements to the table that, uh, you know, we can't be denied. We can't be denied. And to be honest, I don't know who else is doing it like us. Not not only that, but we use comic book illustrations for those kids that particularly that don't like to read much. Like I was a comic book guy coming up. And I used to like comics. So what we did is we combined both elements. So now you have the visual aspect and now you have um, the reading aspect, the text aspect. And everything is clean. Everything is clean. So yeah, I mean, same way Batman fights in, in cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah, we're doing that too. All we're right, doing that too. So these are boys. You know, so. you know, plus, this is something that boys can really latch on to. I, I remember uh, as a young lad. Of course, I, yeah, I I definitely read uh, comic books. I had uh, playing cards mm-hmm. and played marbles. These are all you know, and, and trading comics with your friends and and telling the stories that you that you read you know if i oh my goodness tearing through all these books and reading them oh hey did you did you get batman number 99 did you get uh that rise of anaconda king check this one out you know people are going to be telling the stories that you have written down this is a this is like a magic power that you have and uh, get you know hey you got two boys you write about two boys. You have inspiration. You write down that inspiration. And they were in martial arts. I, I was in martial arts. I got yellow belts in so many different uh, d- different uh, <laughs> martial arts. I mean, because, you know, each belt, you got to pay a certain amount of dollars. There's a dollar amount. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, too to, yeah. I'm too it's cheap. I'm too cheap. for free. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got a yellow in in, in Goju karate, uh, taekwondo, hapkido, aikido, a Filipino Cali kickboxing. Kick, yeah, kickboxing didn't have belts, so uh, you know I I used to just uh, you know we used to just kick each other, you know, and and but uh, you know it martial arts is so good if you get the right. Uh, discipline. If you have the right sensei, the right master, the right teacher, yeah. they are going to help to shape minds. I, I yes. guess the, later in life, the last thing I I was learning was Taekwondo, and that's Korean. Mm-hmm. And there there's aspects to where you have respect. Yes, you have to salute the Korean flag, uh, you know, and, and as well as the American flag because it came from there. You're you're showing respect. For the place that it came yeah. from, these people yeah. that you know thousands of years ago they developed mm-hmm. this uh, art, and you are showing respect for your ancestors, yeah. for their ancestors, and you. Mm-hmm. We already mentioned. You already mentioned the the race. There is no race. That's a construct. We are no. all the same people. So what you're in, in essence doing is giving respect to your own ancestors from way back for giving these lessons that have to stand the, yeah. the test of time. And then here you are yeah. putting them into comic book form, making them digestible yeah, it, for the kids. Absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's all about respect. It's all about respect. You know, we, we have to respect each other. And, you know, that's one of the teachings that I have in the book is, you know, and which is what um, my kids sensei always, when you, when you come into the dojo, the first thing you do is you bow you have to respect that place, you know, because um, you're, you're learning, you're teaching, you should be pre- privileged. It's an honor to be there. Not everybody can be there. You know what I mean? 
and I, I I've seen kid I, I've seen what it does to kids. I've I've seen the 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 um the empowerment that these kids have. Oh, and let me get to the boys thing because you said I have boys. Here's the thing. So when I did okay, I'm gonna tell you. So when I did book one under undercover ninjas, I had an interview with uh this this lady uh her name is dolly dolly talks and i'm going to be doing an interview with her pretty soon but one thing she said she said antonio i liked you where were the girls and i said don't you worry about that i said no i, I caught a little flack for that you know but i represented for us men and us boys so i said look don't you worry i'm going to get the girls involved that was my plan from the very beginning but i had to get the main characters established first book two keys in. The girls are whooping butt in book two. Strong, strong, actually stronger than I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you a little. I'm gonna give you a little, a little uh, sneak preview. So the sensei in book two, rising on the Anaconda King, Sensei Iron Post, his daughter name is Akari, and if you look at the video that's in the background right now, that's what he talks about. And so his daughter's name is Akari. She was. She was. Um, raised and you know when you're raised into the martial arts like your prayer you're practically born into it like you ain't no escaping that so she has more training than Brooke and Brad got the training later so she has 10 plus years of training she's whooping their tail both of them so what I'm trying to tell you I got the girls covered in that in this one because the girls show a lot of strength a lot of power because I've seen it I've seen it in, in my kids dojo I've seen the girls beat the boys for sure. And and that's because of the sensei. You see what I'm saying? So it all goes back to the teachings of, of technique and power and having self-control and, you know, internal strength. I'm doing that for all the kids, girls, boys. I don't care what color you are. Antonio Lumley, this is telling me that you are a man uh, that gives the people what they want. Okay, I know, uh, was it George Lucas? Uh, he talks about Star Wars. It's not even his anymore. It belongs to the people. <laughs> so he puts out right. this movie or this uh, group of movies, and then he gets feedback from from people they they get fan fiction i suspect that your books eventually people are going to start doing their own stories you know once you put out the uh the action figures for the uh for the brook and brax uh, you know the people the kids are going to be playing outside and anybody that um has gone to ecstaticbooks.com there's a uh a, an illustration of the second book uh the rise of the anaconda king and there it is there's ladies right on it but you had yep. some pushback some feedback on the first book feedback, yeah. and it said uh hey where are my girls bam that's right here's the girls hey, you did it but you but 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 keys there. I told it. I, but see, from the very beginning, I knew that was going to happen. I, I I anticipated that happening. But again, I had to establish the main characters first, and then at the end of the first book, that's when I threw in the first girl main character, and that's why when you look at that cover. She's at the front of the book because that's what we represent. Absolutely, man. And when, and that's more representation, more more things for kids of all shapes and sizes and different, uh, mm -hmm. you know, yep. that that look. Hey, maybe they don't look exactly like you do. And you were t you're talking about, uh, you know, one's a, uh, you know, a, a, a black. What was it? The one one black character, and Chinese, black and Chinese, and Mexican and the other, white, Mexican yeah. white. Okay, uh, I'm yeah. half Cuban, half Irish, half Italian. I know that's three halves, but I'm a big guy. <laughs> you know, I don't think that we that anybody is going to be one thing ever. The diversity, yeah. the 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 fact that we blend cultures and and America. That's a, that was a part of the design. Come on over here. Yeah. You could do pretty much whatever you want. And and then yeah. Florida's design said, "Come on over here." Whatever they were saying, you could do even more down here in Florida because we're crazy. <laughs> we're crazy down here. Oh That's my god! I love Florida, man. I love Florida. <laughs> You're making me homesick, man. But uh, you know, Brooke and Brax, they had adventures. They they fought some people. I mean, I'm looking at the synopsis here after defeating defeating puke little dumps and the stank yeah. rebels <laughs> yeah that's right they bring so you got to make it interesting you, you know like I, I i use those those words to to number one because it's humorous and then, and then number two because there's nobody else named that like and who else is named puke 
the little dumps. I, I've you seen know. it in movies, P- P- man. Puke P- hey, P- P- in the in the first book. He's a tall, skinny, uh, white kid with red hair, spiky hair, and pimples. And Lil Dumps is a short, chubby black dude with long hair and a, and a baseball cap trying to be an, an established rapper, but he's trash. His raps are trash. So, Lil Dumps. Hey, you know, and kids, look, it, it, all right, I know everybody's so sensitive now, but I had nicknames growing up. I was, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, my... Uh, um, well, uh, for a while, I had assumed the last name Hughes. It was my stepdad, and they read it on mm-hmm. the back of my shirt. Hoogie, Hoogies, Haji, Haji. You're Haji now. And, you know, for the whole year, I'm Haji. You know, I was Fat Bud. I was, uh, you know, so many. The, the nicknames that kids nicknames tell each other, crazy, it's testing boundaries and if somebody calls you puke because you puked up you know you you made milk pass through your nose hey what's up milk nose you know that's don't be so sensitive yeah you know it's it's not necessarily bullying it's it's bonding some of it is bonding yeah 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 and you know what i i I agree with that because i have a nick all 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 my friends we all have nicknames they have nicknames for me i have nicknames for them hit me what's the nicknames it's it's, it's just it's just funny you know you know what i think sometimes i think that this era is 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 hypersensitive you know like every little thing like um you and i we we, we're built from a different cloth we're built from a different cloth we my skin is so thick it everything just rolls off my back you know it's it's not it is not a big deal because guess what i'm coming back with something too so be prepared for the comeback, right? Well, I, <laughs> so, just recently yeah. on a podcast, I heard Don Rickles is getting me tooed or he's getting some kind of flack. They're trying to cancel Don Rickles, the man who picks wow. on everybody since back yeah. in the 40s. That's his whole yeah. stick is whoever's there. Uh, white, black, red, brown, uh, purple, gray, gray, you know, everybody. You're, you're all getting picked on. Uh, exactly the same and he did it yeah. he did it more recently the man's got to be 150 years old and he did it more recently yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to cancel don rickles really yeah and i i think that there was a movie about the the brat the rat pack and in the movie yeah, was. Yep. because of the time i think it was don Cheadle that was playing sammy davis uh don rickles mm-hmm. is telling jokes or dean martin whichever one was p- telling jokes about uh, about sammy davis and they pan over and don Cheadle's crying come on sammy davis would never have cried no way no he would never cry if he no, had no, any no. problem with it he wouldn't have been in the rat pack he just said i'm out of yeah. here you know that stuff is too yeah. far no it was all it was four or five boys getting together having some fun bonding tell it they're jokes yo jokes it's it's, it's getting yeah, hard it's a, out it's there. a different age man it's a different age nowadays it's getting hard out there but i i realize yeah. i'm a dinosaur i'm gonna get down i'm gonna die off soon Hey, you know, the only thing that's going to be left behind. Not yet, man. I need you around. Well, I mean, the only thing that's going to be left behind for me is going to be all these little videos that I make. The one, you know, I'm making here with you with uh, Antonio Lumley of the Ecstatic Books. And But what you get to leave behind is your imagination, your stories, your inspiration that you have put down on paper. I mean, tell me, what's the synopsis of the... I, I can read the synopsis, but I'd rather mm-hmm. you tell me what... What about the rise of the Anaconda King? Who is the Anaconda King after dealing with so, puke and little dumps and stank rebels? Yeah, yeah. So the puke, the puke little, little dumps and the stank rebels in book one, that was a way for our characters to learn their skills, develop them. They were first bullied, by the way. They were first bullied. And see, here's one of the things that we do, Kizam. And I tell parents all the time, don't be easy on your kids, right? We want our kids to grow up to be responsible people and humans and adults in this world, right? To where they they understand right from wrong, they have they have empathy and sympathy, but they also work very hard. Okay. So that's what we established in book one, but uh, the, the Brook and Brax they first got bullied and they had to learn. They thought they could just go into the dojo and then be Spider Man the next day. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. So after five years of very rigorous training and a lot of bumps and bruises and hurt, blood, sweat, and tears, right? Even though I don't mention blood, I never mentioned blood in the books, by the way, right? Yeah, yeah, 
All right, yeah. kids, you hear it. Yeah. I, I, parents, I, I parents, be, care, be warned. It, it's, you know, it's, be assumed. Warned. it's assumed. Okay. I never mentioned that. Um, so doing that, after five years of rigorous training, now they have earned it. You see? is it wasn't given to them. And it's the same thing. And, and, and this is the same concept that we have to teach our children. You got to earn it, man. And nothing's going to be... Look, I never, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon. My kids don't have a silver spoon. And guess what? I'm not going to always be able to feed you fish. I need to show you how to fish, right? And that's what these. That's what I teach my kids. And that's what I teach in the books. You got to go out and get it. And you got to work hard. You got to do good in school. And because they want to be trained so bad... What Sensei Post said, he said, look, if you don't get all A's, if you don't get good grades in school, I'm not going to teach you. So it gives them some incentive and it gives them something to work for. And then once you finally achieve your goal, it makes it that much better, right? So they finally get these, these ninja suits, which are the backpacks, right? Get the backpacks in their belts. And that transforms them into those the superheroes, right? Which is, which is Kaji and Leo. Their names change from Kaji to Kaji and Leo. So in book two, we take it to another level. So here's a little twist that I did in book two. I mean, the Kizan, the storyline is crazy. Again, go back to those old Kung Fu movies. And, and you, th- you think about those storylines, it's basically the same. I just remixed it. And so their, their sensei is a master. Well, he had another uh, student who was actually his adopted brother, but don't tell anybody. Okay. <laughs> And, uh, and so he went rogue and then he made him flee Japan. So now you got these two masters in the martial arts, the best, the two best in the world. One is hunting down the other, the bad one, the Anaconda King is hunting down the other one. But the side note to this is that he has three students that are also ninjas and older than Brooke and Brack. So it becomes like a four on four battle between four good ninjas and four bad ones. And the storyline in between is nuts. Yeah. I mean, you can make this is a franchise in the making. You already have uh, this, the, the characters. I mean, growing up, hey, look, I'm a child of the 80s. Karate Kid was a, was yeah. a, a movie that, that, you know, made that change. Danielson. Yeah. My name's Daniel. Danielson. Yeah. For sure. You know, and I I, yeah. I, had, I had a Miyagi. My grandfather was yeah. my Miyagi. So he was the one that would uh, train me from a, a young boy and make sure that I was doing it right. And you, a man, you are, you're a man that works hard, works with his hands, builds things. Or, you know, at least now uh, that you've, uh, that, you know, after, after working so hard and building things, then you get to, you get to supervise people that build things. And that's a beautiful, that's (laughs) that's beautiful. Once you get to a certain age, you become the teacher, the supervisor, the, you know, once you learn something, you got to teach the next generation. And that's what you're doing as a supervisor, as the boss. Yeah, do you still uh, get in there and and hammer nails and and do all that kind of thing? I mean, not 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 really with the company that I'm with now, but as as far as being um, uh, the maintenance man in my house, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you know about that. Oh my goodness, I I love it. I I love being uh, working with hands. You know, uh, you know that's one thing that you said that martial arts. It, you're not going to get it. It's not going to be instant gratification. It's not going to be instant no. satisfaction. Uh, there's only one man in, in history that I can remember uh, that got a black belt in an unprecedented three days, and that's Elvis Presley. He got his, <laughs> he got his black belt quick. That's hilarious. I was man. like, really? Come on. <laughs> you know? No, but, uh, you know, I, I think of uh, Bruce but, but yeah, Lee. I mean, to, to, like, yeah. I'll give you a good example. Like to, like, to be a black belt in my kid's dojo, it takes, like, probably – and I'm just throwing out there 10 to 12 years yeah. plus. Yeah, there's you know, no my, set my time. My kids were in it for six, mm-hmm. six to seven, and they got what they call black track. So once you get once you get into black track, you're on your way to earning your black belt, and you have to put in so you have to put in so many hours. The hours of track of training. You know how many times you get thrown to the to the to the to the mat. You, you know how many arm bars you got to escape from. You know how, but. Keys Dan, I'm going to make it easy for you. I have all that in book two. Yes. I have all that. Yes. 
You don't have to go train, man. I got it all in book two. What? No, no, you have to train. You <laughs> no, still, it does. It's not a substitute for exercise. It's not a substitute no, it's not. for. It's not a substitute. <laughs> but it, it definitely will hey, be. Hey, a, I'm a, exercising a, the mind. Yes, I'm exercising the mind. It's an enhancement. That's right. Yeah, I'm enhancing. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Look, uh, Antonio Lumley, I'm so excited, so ec- ecstatic that I'm getting to talk to you ecstatic. again and catching too. up. I see nothing but good things. You know, Karate Kid just came out with the uh, uh, the, the new show, uh, the Cobra Kai. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, talk about storylines. I want to see the uh, that Brook and Brax become the Daniel San and the, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and, 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 um, Oh, and the Lawrence, the the Lawrence that uh, that go throughout time and and yeah. learn that hey, uh, maybe one side's good, maybe one side's bad. But what is good? What is bad? Look at look at things from other people's angles. You 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 mm-hmm. say you're going a um a, a what is it the 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 black belts of Christ? Is yeah, that, black belts for Christ. Black yeah. belts for Christ. I imagine mm-hmm. that there's uh, Christian teaching in there. I've read the Bible. It's there a is. good. It's a good book of of instructions, whether you believe it or not. It's a good book of yeah. instructions, and a lot of the instructions are see things from the other person's perspective. Don't just automatically, you know, look at another people and say, "Oh, those are the people we're not supposed to like." No. Don't right. don't like yeah. and, don't and, and, not like somebody for their characteristics. Look, at, don't, right. don't like somebody for their character. If, if they're actually jerks, then don't yeah. like them, you know, or, exactly. or at least try to teach them. But if you know, you yeah. got to look at somebody and and talk to them for a minute. Don't don't just look at them for any kind of a characteristic that they have physically, you know, or or what have you. You got to actually get to know them on a yeah, on a absolutely. on a deeper basis. And and, and then one, one one thing this is the last thing I'm going to say about the dojo but one thing about the dojo is that you know it, it, it's it's not a uh uh turn your cheek type of dojo. <laughs> right? It's not really Christ yeah, man. Christ it's, it's like, turned that it's cheek. Like, it's it's like it, it, it's it's more like I don't want to fight but if I have to I'm going to mop the floor with you. So, it's, <laughs> so, so if it, so, if I'm you, if if you you need to back away, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna walk away. You back away, I'm gonna walk away. But if you advance on me, then I have to have the skills to defend myself. And that's what it is. It's all about. It's all about defending yourself. You know, I, I tell my kids all the time in school. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one thing, and and and, and I don't know if, if any parents would. I think some most parents would agree with me. But I, I, I tell my kids, I said, um, if you're in school and if you get bullied, I want you to defend yourself. I said, only I said, if, if they put their hands on you, you, you have the right to defend yourself. Now, I don't want you fighting. I don't want that. My kid, my kids do. Luckily, they do very well in school. So I don't want you doing that or, or provoking anything, which they don't. But I said, if you get bullied and somebody puts their hand on you, have my permission to defend yourself. And, and here's what I told them. I said, if they hit you once, you better hit them twice. <laughs> I said, you better hit them twice and you better finish them. I, if and by I finish, I mean, bring them to the ground and get, you know, make, make sure that they're, that they're uh, not going to advance on you again. And they said, well, what about the teacher? What about the teacher and the principal? I said, you let me deal with them. You have my permission to defend yourself because that's how it's going to be any place when you're outside of school it's it's the same exact thing so um and then it's up to me as a parent to go in there and talk to the principal and or, who, or the teacher and say look my kids been my kids been being bullied and nobody has done anything about it i told him he has permission to do something about it mm. because that kid is going to bully my kid every single day if he doesn't do anything so um you know those are a few of the principles that i stand on but one more thing I'd like to add, you know, here's what separates us from others who are doing what I do. I have um, a character in my book that, that is uh, handicapped. He's in a wheelchair. And you see him on the cover, too. If you look, he's kind of in the background, mm-hmm. but he's on the cover. We have a character in the book that's dealing with autism, who was bullied. We have a, a female gang in the book that picks on other kid that picks on other females and they have to learn how to def- how to deal with that um i have i'm, gonna, I'm just going to read off just a couple of things 
I, I, I kind of I take pride in, in, in naming my chapters, which a lot of people don't do. Like right now, and, and if you look at go to most children's books, it's like chapter one, chapter two. You remember back in the day we used to have a table of contents? Yeah. They don't do that anymore. What? Okay. They don't. They don't. So what I do in, in place of a table of contents, I put a chapter number and I also put a title because I, I remember titles more than I do a number like chapter three. You're like, what do, you, what do you mean chapter three? Well, our chapter three is look both ways. Yeah, okay. this way. This way, if you want to Wait. reference a part of the story or a part of the book to somebody, you can easily find it. Oh, uh, chapter three. That's that's that part that was about this thing that I want to relay. Let me go to chapter three and read that part that Antonio Lumley exactly. t- took the time to write. Perfect. Exactly. Exactly, man. And, and 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 then and then at the end of every every chapter, I have a comic book style um, illustration that is more like it's like a chapter summary. There's nobody doing chapter books and a comic book summary at the end. It's either it's usually it's one or the other. Either you have a comic book or you have a chapter book, right? Who's il- doing both? Who's illustrating? Uh, uh, my illustrator's name is Mark Renee. He's out of California. He did book one. This guy is amazing. If you look at our book, he he helped brand us. If 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 you if you look at the colors, like the color patterns and stuff that he does, it's crazy. This guy is super talented. Um, if anybody ever want to get in touch with him, uh, his name is Mark Renee, or you can come through me and I'll point you in that direction. He's super busy, but that guy is amazing. Well, fantastic, man. Hey, this, I, I know I've taken some of your time. We found out a little bit about what's what's going on in the world of Antonio Lumley and Ecstatic Books and Brook and Brax, the continuing adventures that mm-hmm. they're going on. Uh, give some shout outs to, to some people that have helped you along the way. You already gave a shout out to your illustrator. Fantastic yep. illustrations. I, I, I'm so in awe of people that can draw and color. Is he doing the, the pen? I, I, when I I remember in comic books when I would read them, there was somebody who was like the artist, and then there was an anchor, yeah. like somebody colored, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like multiple, <laughs> yeah, I, you know. But then there's those few, those holy grails in comic books where they write it, they ink it, and they color it. They do it all, you yeah. know. So that's him. It's lofty. It's really that's, lofty. That's but my, uh, that's my guy. That's my guy, Mark Renee. Um, shout out to Omar McClinton, who. Um, who has done my animation i've got by the way i have i have another music video coming out by my nephew young pack he did the first one he's coming out the next one it's it's hip-hop music is 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 dope is fire you guys gotta check that out it's all clean okay i've got animation mixed into that um shout out to anadari at primero uh, studios he he did the production on that um I've got I've got a good team around me. I, I, I've I've assembled like a, a little Avengers thing over here, and so the, these people have really helped me out and really um, have helped me bring this stuff to life. Because these characters, they're they they're the book is is just the beginning. These characters are meant for a cartoon series, a big screen, whatever. Because um, action figures, backpack, the merch could go crazy. I see that I've, been, I've seen his vision for about four years now. And so right now the public is just starting to see what I've envisioned um, over, over this time. Well, that's where the team gets bigger and bigger and bigger to get you to that next level. You can only go so far by yourself. Now you have to have somebody who can do the merchandising, who can get you know the T-shirts, the action figures, uh, the movies, the the cartoons. You already have a guy that's making music videos. That's a a very talented nephew there. But uh, yeah, it just oh my goodness, there's so much that could be done with the the um. I mean, I know that the, you see all these uh, comic books. People are always looking for that uh, that um, oh, what is it, what do they call it? The the inte- intellectual property, the IP. They're, yeah. they're looking mm-hmm. for that to make it. Yeah, intellectual, yeah. intellectual property. You know, they're yeah. they're trying to 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 get it to to go do comics, to go to um, uh, movies, TV shows, chapter plays. Oh my goodness! There's so much that could be done with these stories, and in turn, they're going to be teaching people. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Katrina Texador for putting oh, this Katrina, together. Cause marketing. Katrina, Katrina's been awesome. You know, Katrina 
linked you and I up last year. And we've been working with her for a couple of years. She's awesome. I mean, super professional. And man, she's a bulldog, man. She makes she makes things happen. And I, I love I love that because that, you know, that's a, a, a trait of mine. So, you know, just go out and make it happen. And um, so shout out to Katrina Texador at Cost Marketing Agency. Well, I firmly believe she's part cyborg because I don't think she sleeps. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm getting, you know, texts or or some kind of a, a something that, uh, all hours of the day and night. Something's coming up on my feed that Katrina posted yeah. something. Uh, so that's great. She's great man. But uh, Antonia Lumley. I always finish these things off with last words for the people. I don't want the, this to be the last time that we talk as time progresses. No, it's not. I, I, I'm on the, the ecstatic book train, uh, the elevator going up. Uh, okay. But uh, you can give for last sure. words for the people. This could be words to live by, something you heard a long time ago, or just whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Antonio Lumley, uh, ecstatic books. Give the last words for the people. Well, I just want to say, you guys, come follow us. Um, we're, we're doing we're doing good things. We're doing great things. Um, a lot of these things have been uh, envisioned for a long time, and it's just starting to manifest itself to the public. So come check us out at Ecstatic Books. That's X-T-A-T-I-C-B-O-O-K-S.com. Um, there, there's all the links to our social media. Um, IG, we're at uh, Ecstatic, the number four, and Books. Um, come check us out there um, and also Facebook. You know, we're, we're really trying to change things. We're really trying to change things and give the kids something um, bigger than what is out there now. Something, it, 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 not even just bigger, something different. You know, you see, you see these people re- recreating movies and stuff like that. The old movies like, like Top Gun and all these other recreations or, or the same characters. We have something new. We have something new. We identify with the kids. And we have a great message behind it, and everything is all clean for for all children. Because I, you know, I have children myself, so of course I have to keep it clean. So I'm going to keep it clean for your kids too. So come check us out, and uh, please uh, support the BK and BX movement. Well, there you have it, party people. Antonio Lumley, Ecstatic Books, ecstaticbooks.com. They're in the show notes. If you uh, didn't uh, hear how to spell ecstatic, ecstatic books, his various, uh, well, if you just go to the ecstaticbooks.com, you'll find all the social medias, but also the links to the social medias are down there below. So you could chase Antonio Lumley and Brook and Brax and all the people, all the cast of characters that is coming out of his brain. He's building a whole universe. Hey, how, how cool is that? He's building a whole universe, and we're the better for it. He's, he's going to help to teach the children how to be better people. Yeah, yeah, no bullying. Quit bullying. And if somebody picks on you, have a thick skin. You know, I, I, I don't know if it was picking on me. I know that at first it was picking on me, but they were testing me, testing to see how thick my skin was. And once they they figured out that the bullying, the the, the uh, sticks and stones might break my bones, but the words never had a, an effect. Then they figured out, huh, guess we better uh, bring them into the fold because uh, Haji and fat butt, it's not working. I guess he's our friend now. You're my new best friend. Remember when you were seven or eight years old and you met a, a new kid? And you said, you're my new best friend. And guess what? He, she was your new best friend. That's, uh, that's how kids get together. I love it. I love it. I, I, I remember my childhood fondly. And I remember a lot of kung fu movies on Saturdays. So, uh, Antonio, I'm with you there. I remember, you know, even Bruce Lee died back in, what, 72, 73? And really, some of his movies got retooled and, and re-put together and and put out in the mid to late 70s and then there was a there was always <laughs> there was a a whole slew of bruce lee wannabes that came out i guess jackie chan was the one that came out of it but he found his own path uh, you know originally they wanted him to be the the next bruce lee and he was there he was trying to fit the mold but he was more comedy and then there was a bruce lee l i bruce Lee with only one E, uh, Bruce L Y, Bruce. There was a whole bunch of of Bruce Lees of some kind or another, 
and then sister of bruce lee and oh my goodness i spent whole saturdays watching those movies ah and now hey i'm looking forward to watching the brooklyn movies and the tv shows uh, eventually they'll be out there i know they will i know they will it's they're 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 out in the universe and they just want to grow and they're going to grow with the people so uh you keep that brain working and building this universe and we'll be the better for it. Thank you so much, Antonio Loomley, for being on the program. And thank you, Katrina Texador of Cos Marketing, COSMarketing.com, for putting us together. See, that's people helping people. And that's what we're doing. We've got to help each other. All right, that's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Thank you, Antonio Loomley, once again, for being on the podcast. Now, if you, I'm turning my attention to you, my loyal listener, if you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email keysdan at aol.com. That's it for me. It's keysdanradiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag, What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter, at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube, at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some great, great quotes man will occasionally stumble over the truth but most times he will pick himself up and carry on winston churchill the music you want RadioWhat.com Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at RadioWhatTwit. Tweet, tweet, yo. 